All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning back into Arts for All Kentucky Stories. My name is Sam Kirby. I am a teaching artist with the organization and also your podcast host again today. They keep letting me come back. Before we get started, I'd like to thank the Kentucky Department of Education Office for Special Education and Early Learning and the Kentucky Arts Council for making this possible. So um, back for another podcast. I'm excited to have Delaire back. Delaire, thanks for being here again with us. Hey, everybody. We appreciate your dedication. Absolutely. Awesome. And then we also have uh, Suzanne Renfro here with us. Suzanne, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and uh, your relationship to Arts for All. Okay. Um, I am an artist that lives in Butler County, and um, I've come to Bowling Green quite often to uh, work with kids and in the surrounding counties where I live uh, through VSA Arts for All Kentucky. And um Oh, it's 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 just been fantastic reaching out to kids and um, um, helping them do art, have projects completed, um, to see their faces get started on something, and and then when it when it does is completed, it's is great. Um, yeah, I'm, it's, it's been wonderful. I've I've loved working with the kids. That's great. So let's let's kind of go on that that journey a little bit about when your first exposure to the organization and, and how you got involved. You know, um, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, Delaire and I have been friends for for a long time, and she asked me to come do a workshop for her years ago uh, at uh, Rockfield Elementary. And I think um, between between myself having having a child and being helpful um, in her. Um, in her art classes at school with that teacher and then doing the class for Delaire just really made me realize how much I loved working with the kids and, and uh, it was just so inspiring for me um, and um, just just lots of fun. Um, probably that Rockfield experience was one of the first that I ever had um, um, in an elementary school setting where I went in and had, had a workshop with them and, and something that we completed. That's great. Yeah, that was that was a while ago, and uh, I have good memories of it. But you also start. You are a ceramicist, right? But you also have some background in art education, don't you? Did I have a little. You know, uh, I pursued I pursued uh, art education um, later. Again, as I said, um, I had become a, uh, an assistant to the art. Um, to the art um, teacher at our elementary school. Um, and uh, through that, I just really loved working with the kids and thought I would pursue uh, my teaching degree. And so I did do that somewhat in my 40s and just felt like it was it was too much with my family and other things. So it never totally came to fruition, but I did have some, some teaching there. And, you know, it wasn't far from completing it, but yeah, it just didn't work out. But I think probably all of that experience that you did gain yeah. from that fed into being a teaching artist absolutely. as an artist in residence. Yes, absolutely. You know, so many things that you had to think about, you know, in consideration, uh, working with kids with disabilities, especially, you know, uh, being able to reach out to those kids and the way that um, you may um, consider um, showing them what you needed to do to complete a project or having the right tools for them to be able to use, um, how you went about it, whether it was speaking to them, having the right tools, um, just different situations, you know, um, that 
all of that really uh, lent to me thinking more about those situations, and I and I love that. So yeah. Um, well, I've had some firsthand experience observing uh, Suzanne working with kids with disabilities. And I have to say, she is probably one of the artists who is really dedicated to that one-on-one -on -one experience. When she works with a child, she focuses on them and they they feel that they know that that they have her undivided attention and she uh, you know guides them and along the way uh, in creating you know whatever it is whatever it is they're working on at the time but I've uh, often noticed that about Suzanne that she was really good with that one-on-one -on -one experience well, thank you. Thanks for saying that. You know, uh, I just always hope that uh, what I laid out for, for kids, that it was clear enough, clear enough for them to um, to be able to um, pursue the project, no matter how they actually finished it up, but to, to carry out the plan somewhat, you know, um, when, when you have a, a plan laid out for, for a child, for children, anyone, you know, to, um, to uh, complete it doesn't always turn out as you would think, maybe, but um, I don't have any problem with that for some reason. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like that's, you know, um, part of uh, their creativeness. Uh, as long as there's some sort of way to get somewhere right, with right. it, providing yeah. alternatives and, I just, and all of that to so get so often, to go. So often I feel like a, a, a facilitator, the person that's just going to help you get to wherever it is that, you know, you might want to even go with, with your project. So mm -hmm. you mentioned that first, um, you know, first workshop you did kind of being, you know, inspiring, like what, what was inspiring about it? Like, what were you seeing in yeah. this? What were you seeing in the students, like in doing the, in doing the project? Was it a very kind of hands-on sort yeah, of thing? Or? Yeah, absolutely. And it was clay, you know, and that, and that is, that is my main medium that I work with as an artist myself. So, um, you know, I was very comfortable with that. Um, so, um, yeah, Delir had some clay that was really not in good shape. <laughs> and, and I knew that. So I was so happy that she got with contacted me early on. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we just we need to get this in much better shape for these kids to work with to make it um, to make it pliable and, and easy for them to handle, you know, instead of something that was real stiff and, and hard is clay, you know, being that way. So um, uh, that, that, that makes a big, big difference. As, as I said, once again, you know, like I I think of myself quite often as being a facilitator, someone that is just going to help you do what it is that you would like to do, you know, artistically or I don't know, whatever, whatever it is we're working on. I, I feel like I'm just someone that's going to help you get there, but it's, it's, it's your project. It's your deal. So, um, that's letting that go, I think is huge as a teacher and or parent, you know, that, um, you allow, kids or your student whatever it is to to pursue their own work you know mm -hmm. and and make it their own what was the energy like on any any sort of workshop that you've been involved in like the the energy like as you see a, a student kind of see their work coming to life like you know what what is, what is that you know energy what, what's so interesting with art you know is um i don't feel like i i, I I personally really do not feel like I've ever had a kid that did not want to do the projects. They all wanted to do it. They all want to 
get involved in some kind of way, you know, uh, to, to start creating. And, and that's, that's really interesting. I think that, that you really, you know, have, have them all wanting to do that, you know, to do something, you know, uh, even if, uh, even if it, they're a little stagnant in, in getting in, engrossed into a project at first, you know, often, uh, I think if you, you, pair someone up sometimes that always is really helpful you know to have kids collaborate so often I think we forget about those things too you know that people want to have their own art projects all the time when sometimes it's really good when people work on things together so Suzanne uh, did has done a lot of work for Arts for All Kentucky at the side-by-side uh, -side program here in Bowling Green at the Kentucky Museum. She uh, was the teaching artist for, for many years, mm -hmm. and she lives in Butler County near Morgantown, and now... She's going to be taking side-by-side. -side. Actually, you did it one year before, taking right. the side-by-side -side program to Morgantown and offering it there. That's coming up right, this summer. Right, I'm so happy about that hap uh, coming to Butler County because, uh, you know, uh, we really don't have anything quite like that there um, in Butler County. And uh, it's something that's really needed. Um, the kids there... Um, it's a little hard uh, getting people involved um, at first. So um, our first year, I think, was 2019, and uh, that was just before COVID. So, yeah, we, we got stuck after that, you know, and we're ready to get back after it this year. And so I'm really hoping that we have a better turnout. Um, I'm feeling like we are. Um, I'm getting ready to go into the schools next week with uh, with all the information and applications, you know, for kids to fill out and be ready to jump into that program. And it'll be the first week in June, uh, which seems to be a good time for lots of the kids in, in Butler County when they're um, out of school and um, before other camps that they might attend. Often they happen in July, end of end of June. So uh, I think that's a good time, and uh, hopefully we'll have a good turnout for it. But um, I, it's it's just something that uh, yeah, it's really needed. You know uh, that uh, that people know that there's programs that they can turn to, you know, to bring their kids to for for a little more, whether it's art or just really just being with other people and and creating. Yeah. Now, is it the Butler County Art Guild that's hosting the yes. program? Yes, okay. our Butler County. Butler County Arts Guild has been a, a really good program for Butler County also. Um, it's been um, established for eight years now, and it's they're really doing well. Um, in fact, I'm going to give you a little uh, a little thing here. that uh, But uh, the Butler County Arts Guild won the um, Governor's um, Award for Art Organization of the State the for the past year in 2021. So that they're really trying to offer programs have have opportunities for lots of people there in butler county and uh, i really enjoy being a part of that and, and helping that and and um as i said before that's where our side by side program was the first year and it will be again this year so um, i'm really hoping that um i'm sure they would love to host it every year you know uh but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to see as time goes on how that how that pans out. But um, I'm hoping that it gets really established as well as the program here in Butler County and uh, 
Bowling Green has. This, that program's been really established well here for some time, and people know about it and expect it and tell their friends, you know, so um, it's well attended. Yeah. That's great. What What do you think programming like that truly does for, for those with disabilities, like that that experience with the arts? I mean, we, you know, no doubt, Delaire, you've seen it, you know, every one of these contexts. And I've seen this at the, you know, different side-by-sides and workshops that I've gotten to either, you know, film or attend or, or that. But in your perspective, you know, what, yeah. are, what are you seeing as far as a, an opening up or as far as a... Oh, know, there's, there's so many great things about it in, in so many different ways, you know. Uh, whether it's just, you know, giving that parent a break, you know. So often uh, children with disabilities are incredibly needy and uh, parents are with them 24-7. And, and uh, you know, um, I'm not saying that they're not needed, but... Um, those kids really need to experience other people, you know, other than their parents to know, to feel okay, to be um, a part of our world, to be able to communicate with people, to communicate with their peers, you know. Um, coming to the side-by-side programs is so wonderful in all of those ways, you know. Uh, yes, it's an art program, and that's wonderful. They have something that they're creating they can feel proud of, an accomplishment of 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 creating of creating something but uh, next to that being with other kids that are um that have dis- other disabilities that aren't like their own or like their own also you know so um um being being in a group that uh that they can feel comfortable with um knowing that there's someone there to help them and yes their parents can attend and be a part of it and and no, they, if they don't want to be there, they don't have to be there. So yeah, it's it's such a a, a great program in all of those ways that um, that um, the kid can experience being with the the teacher, creating the art, being with other kids, all the above. I'm really glad you touched on that that other aspect that social aspect of side by side. We've not had that hit on before in any of the podcasts yet. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the um, the kids they come they have the classes with their peers and and they they interact with each other there. Then they have that one on one experience with the artists, which they love. They really love that one on one time. Yeah, and then with the reception, they get recognition. Yes. Their family, their friends, their parents, their yeah. cousins, their grandmas and grandpas. Everybody's there, and uh, it's that's another type of social yeah. interaction. Yeah. Just touches all those bases. I, I just can't say enough about it. I think it's a great program. That's great. Have you done other other programming as well, other than side by side, like more like? I've done community arts workshop? programs in in Butler County. Mm-hmm. For uh, we have a, something called the Bears Den, and I've done lots of um, their program art programs for them with uh, with their kids through the years. It's kind of like a some big summer camp mm-hmm. um, in Butler County. Um, I know there's so much more. I, I've I've kind of forgotten. Um, it means, done, it means you've done a lot of them. Is what I, it means. I have, I have <laughs> it, more than I than I even you know yeah. When it, when I really have thought about it, I was like, wow, you have done a lot, Suzanne. You know, but it's uh, kind of it's yeah. It's, well, you're also a practicing artist. You yes. have a studio. Yes. You have a kiln. Uh, yeah. You have events uh, selling your and exhibiting your right. own work. Right. 
I do. It's it's been a lot, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a lot. It's it's been it's been really great. It's it's been a good life. Uh, I feel very blessed that I've been able to do all of those things, and um, and yeah, you know, some people. Are, I think would think maybe you just want to do your own work, but oh, I, I really have loved teaching. It's been so wonderful for me. Usually, um, for myself, I feel like I've done a lot of teaching that's been like half of the year, and then in the other half of the year, I worked on my own work. So it just kind of worked out that way. Um, I know there's been times when maybe a teaching something came up with teaching that happened in the fall, and and um, I just you know, made plans for it. it. It just depends on on what it is and how it works out. But um, yeah, through our pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and other things, I, I, I really, um, things have re- had really come to a halt for me. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, yeah, it's been real bittersweet mm-hmm. <laughs> in those ways. So. I appreciate that you called it our pandemic. Like I've ever, everybody mentioning, you know, COVID talks about, right. like, says the pandemic, but the, you're the first person I've ever said our pandemic because oh. we, we all, we have all shared this experience. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, during, so during that time, did you get the opportunity to, to focus at all in your own kind of art and I want to hear more about your your art and your <laughs> your process and what that's like for you yeah. to create well um you know I, I kind of shut down I, I really shut down my daughter um came home and lived with us during that time she was finishing up her, her degree at college and uh so all of there were things that um complicated my life a little bit mm-hmm. uh, I also am in touch with um people several people that are over 80 and needed lots of attention and care during the pandemic time also. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a lot of care for them in in those ways. So it's, it's been tricky. It's been tricky, mm-hmm. but, uh, we finally gotten the opportunity to kind of get back into your your yeah. studio space and do your thing. You recently. know what? That's so funny because yeah, I, I have a piece that I just laid out earlier this morning <laughs> before I got here yeah so it, it's exciting when I feel like uh when I feel that coming on again yeah and 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 I got a little stagnant after firing my kiln again last um last fall uh, and then had lots of work with our arts guild which has been great um but I'm I'm really ready to to move on with with my own work some but uh yeah it's it's been a little reinventing that's that's what I would I would call it reinventing what I'm doing um, at this part this phase of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now your kiln, it's yeah. not like just a little kiln you plug no. in. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your studio and your kiln? Um, I the the way that I work uh, and I've worked that way for um, almost thirty years now is I fire with wood and I, it's incredibly labor intensive and uh, the last kiln. Um, we built about um, seven, eight years ago now, and uh, it takes three days to fire, and it's a, it's a huge, huge ordeal. I fire it once a year. It has a lot of work in it, um, but uh, and it takes a real crew. I, I depend on a lot of people that come and help me, and I'm very thankful for all the help. And um, often other artists can put uh, pieces in the kiln also, and it just depends on, you know, what's going on. It's a high fire kiln. Uh, the the work uh, gets um, fired up to about 
almost 2,400 degrees. So it's um, it's um, high fire stoneware. So does that mean whenever you're doing a project, you're having to wait until a particular point of the year to really kind of lock it in and finalize it? Right, like you'll, right. You'll have something yeah, pretty much that, done. Yeah. And, you know, to really kind of lock that in. I, you, I you cut and wait. split wood <laughs> <laughs> a lot uh, earlier on. Yeah. Or I'll go and get some wood uh, from someone. It's, it's, it's very labor intensive. Um, I'm really feeling it through my body at this point in my life. <laughs> my knees and hips are back on. <laughs> Did you build that kiln? Yes, yes. Both of my kilns, uh, w- with the help of other other really good potters that had uh, plans, you know, uh, for the kilns. How many pieces are you firing at a time? Oh, <laughs> I have people that tease me about that somewhat because I'll put lots of little pieces in there. Sometimes I might have about 500 small pieces and uh, little tiny, tiny pieces. That's what I'm talking about. But uh, I, I'm, I think I'm going to quit doing that. I'm getting, getting quite tired of that. But uh, I'll probably get about 250 pieces in there, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there an advantage to the kind of the high fire, the, the way it's that you It's very durable. It's very, very durable. Um, low fire work is, is not going to be as uh, sturdy and durable. Um, it's, uh, you know, my goodness, we all we all use a porcelain goddess every day, and that's probably fired up to about the same temperature, <laughs> you know. So that's, uh, that's the type of uh, durability we're talking about there. That's great. Yeah. What What is that process of creation? Not the the fire part seems very labor intensive, like you talked about. But mm-hmm. the the creation of that, you know, kind of thinking in reverse here, like what what is the process of that creation like for mm. you? Yeah, it, it it changes for everyone. You know, um, um, I hand build and throw on a wheel, um, and often it it it. it I don't see any difference between the two. You can do everything that you want on a, you can do everything um, hand building that you can do on a wheel to me and vice versa. You know, you just have to kind of think about it a little different. So um, I really like the um, the interaction between the two things, but um, I always hand build first. Um, a lot of my big hand-built pieces because they're usually a little thicker and I, th- I like to give them a long time to dry before I bisfire them in an electric kiln and then they will go into the wood kiln. And um, I just use very little glaze. I make my own glazes also. Um, so um, I use very little glaze, usually just to enhance um, either um, some texture on it or to um, to make it very uh, food worthy on um, having maybe a really nice smooth finish on the inside of something. That's great. So. Have you, from your like teaching experiences, mm-hmm. like taken anything or learned anything from the students that you're working with oh, that's yes. contributed to your personal art? Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, it, it, you know. Uh, more than anything, um, I'm not sure that it's any one thing that all the kids would do that I've, I've learned from. Um, for me, it's usually an individual, 
you know, in the way they handle something or treat it. You know, everybody handles their tools or their artwork differently. And um, some little kids are just really amazing, you know, what they do with their with their hands and, and how they use them and, and with clay and, and what they might do. And, and quite often, yeah, I would think that something was really impressive that they did. And I would love that, you know, that they did with their hands. So, um, yeah. One of, the, one of the things that we've talked about, I don't remember in which episode, but the kind of the leveling the playing field idea of some of these uh, workshops with Arts for All of, you know, bringing in, you know, traditional students as well as those students with disabilities and having them all do the same activity, right. really leveling the playing field. And some of those, you know, non-traditional students doing actually a much better job than. Oh, know, absolutely. Of, you know, it, it makes no that. difference. Yeah. Yep. I think it makes no difference. I, I think it, I think it's really just uh, uh, the, the open-mindedness quite often, you know, of, of kids. You know, um, you know, if someone's been told no that they can't do something, there's, there's. I think there's just nothing worse than that in so many ways. You know, um, and uh, that happens to everyone, not just kids with disabilities. So, you know, there is a, a an art program. Or it's not just an art program, but a program for students with disabilities called Yes, I Can. Love it. Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I think kids, you know, with all disabilities. All kids need that. All kids need it. I think kids with disabilities probably get that even more. Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. You're right. Oh, oh. Well, it's like, no, we just, we, we got to figure out a different plan. We need to find out a new cool way that you're going to handle doing this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love thinking out, thinking about things differently, trying to get a different viewpoint on it, how you may do it different. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of artists like working with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. it's challenging. Like, okay, how can I do this in such a way that it's you know, that this is going to like speak to this child or just this individual there's a creative uh, process going on oh yes yep mm -hmm. what's been your favorite thing about being involved with arts for all is is there anything just if oh, we're to summarize you know oh my gosh you know it, it, it's just uh, i i said to i think lynn ferguson when uh I wasn't able to help out with the arts, the side-by-side side this year. I said, oh, my gosh, I miss those kids. <laughs> I love them. I really love working with them. It's just, uh, it's, it's a treat for me. Yeah. Um, just love it. So, but, you know, we're, I am so glad that you're bringing arts for um side-by-side mm -hmm. side to Butler oh, County. Oh, yeah, me too, me too. Because that just reaches more people, reaches right. more families, right. reaches more kids. So uh, forgive me, once again, I'm going to uh, have a little plug for my, uh, for my, um, the, our Arts Guild. But um, the reason I, I couldn't participate was I had planned painting a community art project in March for um for people in Butler County to attend. And so that's what was happening on Saturdays for me in Butler County. And um, and I have an intern that's helping us, and which is fantastic. Really great having an extra hand. Um, but uh, we did a painting project, which, which was really great. And um, I forgot what I was going to say to plug this into what, I, what, uh, what you just asked me. What did you just ask me again? Just your... 
your favorite thing about Arts for All and, and right, right. What, what you're seeing. And, and we're, we're kind of getting to where we wrap up here uh, a, a little bit. So kind of, you know, thinking of the organization and, you know, why it's left such a positive right, impression right. on you. Well, what I was going to say was was doing the um, art project for um, with, with the, um, you reminded me just then, that uh, doing the art project in March, um, met several people that have kids with disabilities that were, I was able to say to them, give me your name and phone number. I'm going to mail you our application. Please come to our side-by-side -side program in June, you know? So I made some really good contacts and I'm so happy about that because it's a little, little challenging reaching out to um, the kids in Butler County. Um, I do have to go into the schools and get the, get the applications out there, which um, I plan on doing next week because right now is spring break. But, you know, so um, that, that's a, a big, big help when, I'm, when I do other projects that you touch other people and just, you know, people are just connected. We're all connected. So um, we just kind of bump into each other and, uh, and uh, the cool thing is when we get to have a little fun creating something and can be proud of it. So yeah, our community art project is up on the walls right now there and uh, made some good contacts for Side by Side. So, Great. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. So it's left a positive enough yes. um, experience with you that you're more or less evangelizing uh, for, for the organization now, which, uh, is, which, is, which yeah. is awesome. I, well, yeah, hope, hope to get the word out. Yeah. That's great. Thank you all for tuning into Arts for All Kentucky Stories. Uh, it's a great opportunity for us to showcase our artists and students and parents families impacted by Arts for All Kentucky, and to talk more about how the arts is an opportunity that's unifying and inclusive for those with disabilities. Again, we'd like to thank the Kentucky Arts Council and the Kentucky Department of Education Office for Special Education and Early Learning for making all of this possible. We invite you to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Spotify or YouTube, where we release the podcast to stay up to date with new releases. Again, my name is Sam Kirby, and thanks for the opportunity to host this show.